Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's James Farley. Well, hello, it's great to see you today. And let's, um, yeah, let's get straight into the passage we're looking at um, through Colossians in chapter 1 and verse 15, which says this. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. As Rogers mentioned, this passage, and in fact this whole book, is all about Jesus. And it's actually one of my favourite books of the Bible for that reason the whole bible is about jesus but this book is so clearly all about christ who he is what he has done for us and how we should live as a response and this passage itself doesn't actually have any direct exhortation about how we should live it more just shows us who this jesus is and what he's achieved for us on the cross but i think when we see that and when we see christ for who he is we can't help but be changed and transformed from deep within when I say the word Jesus, I wonder what immediately comes to mind. Obviously, I don't always have a very clear idea or picture, but generally my mind will revert to pictures or portraits of Jesus I've seen kind of growing up or the ways depicted on TV or in film. And my uh, my housemate Rima absolutely loves The Chosen, which is this TV series all about Jesus. And it's actually really good. It's quite different from all the other films I've seen about Jesus. And I recommend watching it if you get the chance. Um However, one thing that's the same with all these uh, different things, all these TV shows, anything about Jesus, you can always tell when Jesus appears. He's always very distinctive, isn't he, with that classic beard and long hair look. And even in The Chosen, his hair isn't that long, but you can still clearly tell, okay, that's that's Jesus. So at the moment, when I think of Jesus, I tend now to think, actually, of, of the, the way he's depicted in The Chosen. And it sort of confirms how I've seen him before, uh, although it's also quite challenging as well. Um, but I'll let you see it for yourself so you can find that out. But I'm not sure if you're the same. But when I think of Jesus, I think of the person, the man walking around, you know, first century Palestine, walking dusty roads with his sandals, calling people to follow him. And of course, I know that he is God and he's the one that we worship. But I think of him primarily in that first century setting, you know, visualizing what it must have been like at that time. Well, in this passage in Colossians, we seem to be kind of zooming out and seeing Jesus not just as that person who walked in first century Palestine, did some miracles, but also in his in all his cosmic significance but firstly we see that the sun in verse 15 is the image of the invisible god and it's all right when we think of jesus to think of first century palestine that's how we know who jesus is the jewish man that he would have been at that time he was and is fully human as well as fully god he is how we know what god is like he is the image of the invisible god and it's a bit like i suppose the Grand Canyon in some ways. I've never been there to the Grand Canyon in America. I hear a lot about it from various Americans, particularly preachers who often use it as one of their illustrations. But having not been there myself, it's hard to imagine exactly what it must be like to be at the Grand Canyon firsthand. 
But of course, thanks to modern technology, I can just go on my phone, I can see phenomenal photos, amazing images of it. It looks incredible. It would be really amazing to go there one day. But without those images, I'd have no idea what it would be like. But now I can see that place, that Grand Canyon is no longer invisible to me. And it's a little bit like that with Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God. God cannot be accused of hiding himself so we can't see him. No, he has revealed himself fully, perfectly and completely in Christ. We see in verse 19, God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. All his fullness. So when we cast our minds to who Jesus is, as we ask him to reveal himself afresh to us today, let's be prepared to have our minds opened for who he is. He is the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things on heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things. In him all things hold together. This is what we see about who Jesus is. He is the head of the body, the church, his beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. So then everything he might have the supremacy. God is pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. And through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. That is Jesus. That is who he is. That is the one that we worship, the one who has reconciled himself all things. And so our prayer, my main thing to say today is let's reconcile ourselves to this glorious, staggering image of who he is. And let's let him transform us from deep within. I'm going to pray together and pray now and then we'll let's pray together after that. Father God, we thank you for your son. We thank you that he is the image of the invisible God. We thank you that when we see Jesus, we see you, Father. We thank you then in him, all things hold together. And so, Lord, when we feel that our lives are not holding together amidst the stresses and strains of life, we pray that right now you would open up our eyes again so that by your spirit we may see you for who you are, that our eyes will be turned again to you, Jesus, that our eyes will be fixed on him and that that will transform the way we look at everything else. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, James. Today we prayed that we would be filled again with the Holy Spirit, that we would see Jesus afresh for who he is, that our gaze would be fixed on Jesus and that that would transform the way we approach everything else and that we would be amazed afresh at who Christ is and what he has done for us, that we would be overflowing with joy and excitement to tell our friends family, colleagues and neighbours about him. And then we prayed using the words from Colossians, he is the head of the body, the church. And we prayed for the church. We prayed for our church, HTC, for the APCM next week, for Revitalise 250. And we prayed for the church in the UK, the church coming out of COVID. We prayed for the worldwide church and the persecuted church.